Stone and Tile Show is proud to be sponsored by the National Tile Contractors Association. The NTCA is a leading trade association in the tile and stone industry dedicated to professional installation of ceramic tile and natural stone. With more than 1,500 members representing thousands of installers, NTCA works hard to be a strong voice for proper installation and qualified labor. The association invests in a professional staff to provide technical support and assistance and offers free educational seminars and regional training opportunities around the country. To learn more about what the NTCA can offer for you or your business, go to the website www.tile-assn.com. That's www.tile-assn.com. Good afternoon, folks, and welcome to the Stone and Tile Show. I am your host, Fred Houston, and you'll notice uh, if you're listening live, we are on a little bit earlier this week. Uh, I'm getting old, and uh, these late nights are getting to me. I don't know. But anyway, it's 3 o'clock here in uh, sunny Florida, and um, we're doing a live show. If you're listening to this on the podcast, obviously it's not live for you, but I had an interesting morning. I had an interesting morning. Yesterday I got a call uh, from someone that – it does a newsletter for the stone and tile industry called The Grinder. And uh, if you want to look up that newsletter, it's pretty cool. Uh, you can check him out. Just go to Google and type in The Grinder. But I did an interview with him. Uh, I did an actual Zoom interview. And uh, we, we talked about uh, the seminar that I have coming up and, you know, how how you get involved in consulting. And I thought this might be an interesting topic to, to talk about, not only to tell you what I do in my, my particular seminar that we offer for it, but, you know, how do you get into consulting? How do you get into being an expert witness? How do you get into doing this? You know, a lot of guys out there are getting a little tired of doing tile installations. Some of us are getting old and our knees are not holding up too well. So, you know, I'm going to go over some of the things uh, – that you need to do in order to become a consultant. But I've also asked a few of my uh, uh, past students and friends to uh, kind of put their two cents in. And I have waiting for me on the line, my buddy, James Medina, who uh, I've interviewed several times. He's with Noble Seal. And I'm going to get James in here in a minute and ask him. Let's see if he's there. James, are you there? I am here. Hello, hello. All right. Hello, hello, hello. How are things out there in Las Vegas? <laughs> it's hot today. It's, well, yeah, I would say it's hot. It's our it's our normal summer. It's 103, and and the reason why we think it's hot is because of the uh, little bit of rain that we got, so it's a little humid. So, yeah, we we don't do humidity. We just we do dry heat. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that for. Yeah, but it's, uh, you know, it's things are things are picking up business wise around town. You can see some of the cranes. Some of the new projects that are going up, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess. Pretty amazing. Our old, you know, one of the things we do in our seminars, you know, as you know, you know, James is a guy that takes us around every year. He's been doing that for years and looking at some of the failures that we see in Las Vegas. And one of our favorite places, and I don't mind mentioning this, is the Mirage because there are a ton of failures in there. And it looks like the Mirage is going to be gone here in the next couple of years. I know. Hard Rock bought them out. They're going to be build, rebuilding a, the Guitar Hotel, which is, I think there's one in Florida, right? And there's yeah, one there in, um, yep. yeah, Fort Lauderdale, Miami. One in yeah. California. Yeah. Yep, yep. I saw it from the airplane. Um, yeah, but they're they're planning on doing that on the Strip, kind of getting a new building uh, feel. There's several, you know, it's weird. Vegas, you go to most places, like you go back east and you'll see some neat historical buildings some places in california you can do the whole coast where you 
see all the missions. Uh, Vegas, if it's over 10 or 15 years old, that's that's historical. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't we don't have many things that are historical. Just no. blow it up and rebuild it. But yeah, uh, I, I want to get to same, what. That's it. Oh, yeah. so go ahead. So I was gonna say I wanted to get to what the show's about, but I, I do want to mention one thing. You know, I, I've, I've been out there so darn much over over the years that uh, you know, especially working with you on the encore, I was out there almost every month for two years. I decided I, I want to mm-hmm. start doing something off the strip. You know, something that tourists tourists don't do. And uh, a couple of years ago, uh, we went down to the uh, Clark County Museum. Have you been yeah. Have you been there? Uh, it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah, that that was interesting because a lot of historic stuff there, you know, old houses that were built back in the 30s and 40s and stuff like that. So it was kind of kind of interesting to see that, you know, with Vegas being There's, so non-historical. <laughs> the the water line of it's common knowledge now the water line of like been going down, but there was a uh, I can't remember the name of the town like Paradise something or or other, and now the foundations are starting to get exposed. Uh, because yes. when they when they filled the lake up, it it actually buried the town. It, it you know flooded the whole town, and so now because the lake water is going down, they're finding boats, they're finding bodies, and they're finding town. So yeah, yeah. it's pretty crazy. I know I've been following that. So anyway, let, let's get to um, to the seminar that uh, you actually teach at. Uh, you've attended it, and uh, mm-hmm. well, get right to the point. What, what's your what's your uh, what's your take on it? Well. <laughs> changed my life no um, you know no, it's, what's really cool what's really cool about it you know I'm, I'm fortunate enough to actually have you as a friend through the years and, and get to you know got to know each other really well and um, beyond the relationships that you build within that class um, you have a structure that you can follow and you never look at things the same way afterward and that was yeah. I believe was that 06 06 the class I did that yeah, long ago so. Yeah, I think it was. Wow. Yeah, so yeah, when you when you go back and you you start and and then, you know you, some people might go into it and go, oh, I don't know how to, and it seems overwhelming of how to start. The way you start out is really just networking and getting to know um, different projects, different individuals in projects. I was fortunate enough. I didn't go really in. I I, I say I didn't go into the consulting business, but you know me. I'm in the right. consulting business because yep. I, it's been utilized from the wind properties. It's been utilized with the companies that I work with um, to get them out of, you know, legal sticky situations that we, we've uh, in the past, not, not noble company, but another company uh, to help them out, to get out of it. The Lafayette library project that I, I told you about and yep. how that was in uh, Northern California. And, um, Everything was going well, and I was going against the city of of, uh, of Lafayette with that one. And but it was very interesting as you start to dig in and actually understand how to do the forensic investigation, how what to look for, what not to say, not so much what to say, but what not to say. Um, it's critical uh, to learn these these things, and that's what you learn in this class. And and um, I think Dean. I don't know if Dean's going to get on, but Dean said it best. He says, I went to the class, I found out what I know, and I found out how much I don't know. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so and, and, and I, th- I thought that was, I thought that was really cool. He said that because, you know, you, you, even though you've done it for many years or you, you might be very enthusiastic about it and think you know what you think you know, and then you come to find out 
oh man, you know, like, you know, I've shared some stories with you where we thought it was a pan leak and come to find out it was a rat. Right. <laughs> My yeah. brother was on that job. Um, recently, I, I, I'm going to send you a picture, but everywhere you go, it doesn't matter if you're on vacation or anything. I'm not saying it ruins your life. It just changed your life because everywhere you go, you start to see things and understand things a little bit better. And in in my instance, you know, being that I'm in front of architects and getting a um, trying to influence and understand, get to give them a better understanding of the information um, that we have in front of us, like the TCNA manual. Uh, that is uh, having this as as a foundation, as a as part of my background on my resume is is huge. They they respect me a whole lot more. Um, and and it's not just having the title; it's actually uh, living it, breathing it, understanding it. And I think those who take the class and who are passionate about the class will uh, will see the same will see it the same way. Yeah, and the the question I get all the time too is, uh, well, I don't want to be an inspector. You know, I don't want to go into consulting. What what am I going to learn in this class? And I think you just basically you know covered that. I mean, it's it's a troubleshooting class. Um, you know, yeah. as much as it well, is, I, I, didn't wa- I didn't want to be a, t- I didn't want to be a tile installer, and I can't seem to get off my knees. <laughs> <laughs> even, even after I stopped, people are like, "Hey, can you still do my job?" I'm like, "Oh man." <laughs> you know, yeah, I, it's, I tell, it's a business that we we get in, and we and we can't seem to get out of it. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're trapped. That's what I tell people all the time. You know, once you're in this industry, you're trapped forever. And and I've known guys that have gotten out of it. And boy, I tell you, it's not but a year or so. They're right back at it again. Because I mean, it is an exciting industry. I mean, uh, you know, I I've yeah. been doing this for forty some years, and I can still say to this day, I'm still not tired of it. Yeah. Even though I'm not in well, my knees it's, anymore. I, <laughs> it's cool. I was talking to uh, Jim uh, Whitfield over at Mopay, and and he we were just you know sharing stories and how much has changed because Jim's been doing this for probably over 40 years or so. And, and uh, he's talking about, you know, the, the changes in thin sets and differences. So even though you think, you know, what you're talking about, technology has changed so much with the testing oh, God, equipment yeah. down to the bonding products. In that it doesn't get boring. It, it, it's constantly revolving. It's constantly changing. So you have to continue to read and continue to bone up on, on uh, information and knowledge about our, our fields. Absolutely, you know, without a doubt. I mean, and and you talk about things changing in technology. It seems like the technology is changing at a really rapid rate too. I know I'm constantly, you know, trying to update myself with new setting materials, new products, new waterproofing stuff. I mean, I just saw one this morning. They got a new trowel out now. I mean, it's like it's just incredible, and it's really difficult for you know one person to keep up with it. Which is why you know education is so important. Yeah, one of the things like you know Noble did that I I when I first got when I got back because I took a little uh, break um, when I got back they changed what we've had in the industry for so many years, which is the drain, you know the point drain. I think I showed you right. the new point. Yeah, you did. Yep. And you, you go, you look at it, you go, we well heck, I've been using this drain, the the regular clamping ring drain for so many years. And they've kept that same uh, robust design with the, you know, the, the clamping ring, but they've lowered the profile. So now you have the freedom 
of using a thinner tile. So, you know, things like that where you get into the industry and you go, wow, you know, that's changed. Uh, you know, so, so many things have, have been improved and bettered. Um, and it's good to always stay a Absolutely. Yeah. Let me let me get someone else in here on a conversation. I believe this is a leak. Sure. I'm not I'm not sure if it is or not. Let me just hold on a second. Let me get him in here. Alicia, is that you? It's me. Hey, James. All right. Hey, I, Fred. That's what I thought. Hey, hey guy. <laughs> we just talked <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> Yeah, Alicia was in our in our class this past year or this year actually. I'm you know, trying to keep track track of time. So, uh, why don't you tell us what you got out of the class? Uh, I learned a lot about well, especially the waterproofing. Uh, I had not had any experience with it, uh, and I'm now I'm very saturated and and enjoying uh, the product itself, uh, especially a particular brand. Uh, some of the innovations that are out there. They're applicable to so many of the jobs that I see, uh, from pools to uh, showers and, and what have you. So I'm uh, I'm learning from James, and I'm learning from you at the same time. Um, it's been a big eye opener. I appreciate it. Oh well, we we appreciate it for sure. And uh, you know, it, it's I think education. And this question's for both of you guys. You know. Um, you know, what's your thoughts on, well, I think we probably pretty much covered this on continued education, you know, as, as new products come out, how important do you see that? It's, it's critical. Uh, nowadays there's so many changes in the, in the market with things like Advantech and, um, you know, for flooring, you got new different hybrid rigid core products that are out there and you don't know these things, you know, things are changing in the industry. Day to day, uh, one of the largest manufacturers just disappeared, and everybody's scrambling to make up products. And the products keep going up and up and up in price, and everybody's in a hurry to just push everything out the door as quickly as they can. So, yep, uh, identifying problems and being aware of by being educated is critical. Absolutely, got to keep up with I, what's I, going on. I, I would echo Lafayette, and, and you know. One of the things that I found through the years, uh, the most successful students are the ones who have taken advantage of the the networking that we we get within that class yep. itself. Yep. And what what I mean by that is, had I taken your class in '06 and never picked up my phone to ask you questions or talk to you afterward, would be the most foolish waste of money. Yep. And exactly. you and I have talked many a time. Eliseo and I have talked many a time. And it could be things where I say, hey, yeah, we're a good fit. And sometimes I say, nope, we're not a good fit. Right. And But it's that honesty and it's that openness that helps you to grow. Because like I, I, I think I told you, told you but before, it's, it's your, your, net, your net worth. Your network is your net worth. So as you build and you speak to these into different individuals, uh, you, you know, I may have a strong suit in, you know, a certain field or a certain part of it, and a sale might be more in, in, in uh, higher in another field. So all together, as we start to talk and understand things, it makes a better answer because you, you'll get a fuller answer. And you've bounced stuff off of me too, Fred. You know, like oh, yeah, absolutely. things yep. sometimes. And, and – it's kind of fun. I mean, like, I, I get calls from friends that are in, in back east, and they'll say, 
hey, you know, I'm looking at using this in this application in this house. It's a, a raised um, a floor, and he says, I want to float it with this particular product. Should I put wire lath in it for this self-leveler? And, and I, <laughs> I laugh, and I said, I don't mean to make you feel stupid. I said, but did you read the manufacturer's recommendations? Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's one of those, one of those things I, I can get away with that because I know them. But I was like, you know, the, one of the simplest things, this guy's a contractor for over 40 years, and I'm like, read, did you read the instructions? Uh, no, I guess you should start there. Yeah, don't, you know, thank you for trusting me and thank you for asking me the question, but it starts with the manufacturer's recommendations. Right. <laughs> But, yeah, exactly. And it's funny because I, I talk about that in my class all the time, and I show you, mm-hmm. uh, if you remember, I've showed you example upon example upon example where, you know, these guys will use the wrong setting material or, you know, the wrong installation method, and it's right there on the bag. <laughs> you know, it, it's yeah. not even, they don't yeah. have to dig very far. All they have to do is, is read. And, you know, what's interesting about that from a failure standpoint, which is what I do a lot of, when I go in and I look at a project, uh, that's one of the first questions I ask, you know, what did you use? And, you know, they may say what they've used and like, well, there's your problem right there. You know, you used the wrong product for this particular, you know, application. And uh, I see that all the time. And that's some of the things that, uh, uh, that we, that we like to teach in the class as well. So, you know, again, yeah. a question, question for both of you, would, would you recommend this class to, let, let's say someone doesn't want to be an inspector, but they're, you know, they're an installer, they're a fabricator, they're maybe a restoration guy, or even an architect or an engineer. Uh, are they going to get anything out of this class? They sure are. I'll be the first to say that. It was an eye-opener for me. And it, it's, it improved my techniques for their products, uh, you know, that are in the industry. And the wealth of the people that, that are in the class, they have things to bring to the table, too. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, the, one of the things for 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 me, uh, and I'll I'll. It's kind of funny because it's a it's a weird. And you know, we talked about how long I've been doing it. When I first came to the class, I wasn't an installer. I was representing a large hospitality group, right. and I, I was trying to hone my skills in um, in the flooring uh, genre even more so than I had, and. That's that you know that that was how I started. It was not the intention of being an inspector; it was to be an asset for the company that I was working for. Right. And from that point, um, it blossomed into working with a manufacturer. And then when I started working with the manufacturer, then it became I became even more of an asset to the company because they said, "Well, look, you've got this." certification in in the flooring forensic he can help us when we have issues within the company so you know just those two minor stories can tell you because I've also worked for a contractor which helped them at that Lafayette library project and got them out of out of a sticky situation but it all of it, it all of it comes back to the class it's you know you may you if you can't you can't look at it in a narrow hallway going oh it's only to be an inspector no it is much more than that. It's much right. more than that because you can you can be an asset to your company, uh, whether it's an architectural firm, 
You can be an asset to your company, whether it's a manufacturing firm, a contracting firm. You know, uh, there's so many different levels. And, then, you know, I would say <laughs> when I'm ready to retire, I'll be an inspector. You know, yep. right now it's just it's an unbelievable experience for me at this point in time. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I'm past retirement age and I'm still doing this. As a matter of fact, I think I've told you this before, James, is that, you know, I remember sitting on an airplane a number of years ago, sitting next to a guy and he happened to be an insurance salesman and he sold retirement plans. And I looked at him and he said, well, what's your retirement plan? I said, buddy, I've got the best retirement plan there ever is. And he goes, what is it? And I go, it's called death. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and in this industry, I mean, you do consulting and inspection work. You can literally work until the day you die. You know, as long as you can see and as long as you don't have Alzheimer's, you know, you you can work. So that's mm-hmm. the stage I'm at right now. <laughs> yeah. And, and even, if, even, even if you get to that point, you know, what's, what's crazy is that, you know, I had a friend of mine, a phenomenal phenomenal installer in, in Northern California. So, I mean, uh, he won awards for the, uh, the Mason. I mean, he's just a fantastic individual. Um, and, and, uh, and he unfortunately lost his eyesight. Uh-huh. Something happened and, and he got, went into a deep depression. And I said, you know, his name is Randy. And I said, Randy, you know, you, you're not done. Cause I mean, it was, his depression was pretty bad. And I said, you're, you can't, don't throw in the towel. I said, though you can't see all this knowledge that you've acquired through the years of installation and everything can be shared, should be shared. True. True. And, and he, I mean, the awards he won for some of the best install installations in the United States, like that's how, that's his level. And I said, you know, you need to share, you need to, you know, get connected and I'll probably give you his information, but phenomenal guy i mean he could teach so much he doesn't have to see he can just do it just by by talking about it so yeah never think that you 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 have to throw in the towel because some of us have gone through knee surgery multiple times hip surgery multiple times (laughs) and you and you get to a point where you sit there and you go man you know lsao you may he went through many surgeries you know from uh, you know if through just physical harm you know that, that happened to him but uh, actually, a slab happened to you, but <laughs> but you know you 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 don't throw in the towel, you know. You just you tighten up your belt and you, you figure out the next the next stage. Absolutely. You know, one of the um, one of the things I, I want to ask both of you, and I know James has done this this class more than once because he's now helping teach it as well. Uh, would you recommend taking this class more than one time? Is it does, you know you've seen it over the years, James? Is, is it differ each year? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what's you know you, you you know what I love about it, and not to I'll give you a teaser if anybody's listening in and, and and really interested. It not only does it change, it differs because the dynamic of the class changes. So. Yep. You know, one one year you may have people in the industry that are designers, okay, and then all of a sudden you have some that are half are installers and the other half are manufacturers. Well, okay, well now you can tell the difference because the class is not a scripted class where it's like boring slides. No, um, it, it is no. it is things that develop. It is questions that are asked. It is what do you think? What would you do in the scenario? 
how, let's do a mock jury, you know, and 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 go through some some uh, items that may uh, come up in court. That is the class. That is what you have to look at, not a, a certification at the end, as much as what you're going to be drawing out of it. And and I can't, I, you know, I'll, I'll probably get on a soapbox in a second if you if you let me. But go ahead. You know, the whole thing is don't 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 ever don't ever look at it in the way of a, a very narrow-minded way of looking at it is, you know, I'm going in a classroom, I'm going to go through this thing, I'm going to take a test at the end, and I'm going to get a certification. No, it's not that at all. You're going to come out of it, and you'll get out of it what you put into it. If you ask questions, there's going to be 10 questions on top of that question that you're going to learn. And then you're going to, you're going to come out of it with a fuller knowledge, a better knowledge of it, because you're going to have hundreds of years within that classroom to answer things and, and, and go through scenarios because things that may happen on the West Coast don't happen on the East Coast. Things that happen on the right. East Coast may never happen on the West Coast. I remember sure. one year, and I'll give you an example. I was in there, and you'll know the guy I'm talking about, old New York guy, and he, okay, he yeah. talked about the failure. <laughs> you know exactly where I'm going. Yep, he I talked do. about the failure over at the wind, and it was, a, it was a mosaic failure and everything. And at the time, at the time, the TCNA manual had a paragraph in it that said um, that it fell on the – it was the responsibility of the contractor to notify the owner and the architect if there was an issue with the substrate. And, we, and the conversation and context was uh, had to do with who's responsible for the installation. So right. I gave him this scenario, and it actually went to the point where we had a, another forensic investigator on site but I had done all the research because I had already taken the class and everything, and I formulated a case against the contractor and against the GC. And in the end, the owner wins the case because of the research that was done. So then one of the, our class, our students that pipes up and he says, I wouldn't have let you win that case. And do you remember how that ended? <laughs> I, I think I told them. Well, I want it, <laughs> and you weren't there, and legally, you know, you, you can't you, – so the whole thing would happen to be that you can't go off of thinking – you can't go into the class thinking that you, you're going you're gonna to change things. There's experiences that are going to be shared. It's not an argumentative class. It is a class of knowledge. It is a class that is, should be valued because – what you get out of it when you when you go into these um, these classes is what you're going to be putting into it. So I share that with you because it's important. You know, it, it, you, these little scenarios that you go through was based off of the TCNA manual that year. All right. Now, if we took that same scenario and we did it this year, it'd be a different story because that Absolutely. paragraph's not there anymore. That's right. So that that, that gives you an idea of yeah. That's so true, and that's why every year when we do these, you know, it's, 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 I, I've got to, re, you know, actually pick apart that manual as well as the Natural Stone Institute's manual because things change. You know, I, I had a situation the other day where, you know, we, we looked at an installation, and we, we actually teach us in the class, and, you know, let's say you're going to look at an installation that was done 10 years ago. Well, what's standard or guideline today may not have occurred 10 years ago may not have been there 10 years ago so you have to actually go by the manual for that particular year and uh it, it, it gets interesting it really gets interesting all right guys well listen, uh, I'm, go ahead go ahead alicia you got something to say there buddy 
Yeah, this is an evolving database of, of the, you know, you go to the class, you have a network of people that you can refer to, and you have right. the ability to, to log in every week. Once you've come out of class, this continuous listening to the, the show, all the all the things that you picked up in class or might have forgotten, it keeps coming back. Yep. And it re just expands your your uh, your knowledge in how you apply it every day in your inspections or even just installations. Work. James has been being we were going to put flooring in, and James is like, uh, <laughs> look at him. <laughs> yeah, uh, his knowledge has been fantastic. So having Jake around when I was in a sticky uh, wicket, sticky wicket, was fantastic. Uh, so. You guys just keep it up. And I can't wait to go to the next next class. Well, we got one coming up in February. <laughs> yeah. We'll that segues there. perfectly into the <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> into your exactly. next thing. Yeah. All right guys. Well hey, listen, I thank both of you and uh we'll both be talking uh soon, I'm sure, and uh we'll catch you one time soon. All right. All right, thank well, you. Good. Thanks guys. Talk to you later. Happy Fourth of July. Bye-bye. All right, guys. There there you have it. Uh some of our, our past students as well as James, who's actually one of our uh one of our guest speakers at the show. But what I wanted to uh kind of go over right now is uh what the class actually covers and um you know, give you some some ideas uh, of the class. Uh first of all, the class is February sixth through the tenth of two thousand twenty two. It is in Las Vegas. It's a four day class. Um, we do go out in the field, as you may have gathered from that conversation there. Um, and, the, you know, the title to this particular uh, show is Earn Up to $350 Per Hour as a stone in, in the Stone and Tile Trades. And all the stuff we're talking about is how you earn that kind of money. Uh, if you're doing an inspection, if you're doing a consulting job, or you're doing an expert witness, witness work, you can earn that kind of money, uh, you know, as a matter of fact, yeah, 2023, I'm sorry, I thought 2022 was the class, February 6th through the 10th, 2023. I'm still on this year. Anyway, um, so, you know, and I've actually earned more than that per hour, and I can give you story after story, but you have to remember the knowledge that you have uh, being in the industry and the knowledge that you're going to gain from a class like this is worth money. It's worth a lot of money to people because you're saving them lots of money. You know, in some cases, maybe even millions of dollars, uh, possibly even preventing a lawsuit. So that's something to keep in mind. So with that said, what are some of the things? And these are just a, a fraction of some of the things that we talk about. Uh, we show you how to use what we call fugitive dyes. Uh, we talk about moisture meters. We, we talk about all the ways that you can use a moisture meter, how you can detect salt with a moisture meter. Um, we talk about the, um, uh, the hollow sounds that, that you guys uh, deal with all the time. And, uh, you know, the five-dot method, the dab method, whatever you want to call, uh, call it. But, you know, one of the things that, that I've developed that works really, really well is how can you tell you have an issue with those particular setting mortar without actually tearing a tile up. And there are ways of doing that besides tapping using an infrared camera. So we go into that. Uh, vapor barriers. Uh, we get issues, especially here in Florida, with vapor barriers, you know, that are punctured. How, how do you tell a vapor barrier is punctured without tearing up the, the floor and looking at it? There's a way to do that as well, a test that I've actually developed. Um, 
we do look at restoration, but only from a, a standpoint of troubleshooting. We know we're not going to teach you, you know, how to restore. Uh, one of the topics we cover is crack dynamics. Uh, just looking at a crack, there are certain dynamics with the way a crack occurs on a stone or a tile where you can actually tell what caused that crack. So we talk a lot about that. Of course, report writing, uh, how to construct a proper report. Um, a little bit of geology, but not enough to make you a geologist, but just enough so you can identify uh, these materials that are out there. Um, you know, we talk a little bit about fabrication issues as well, because this is not only floors. I mean, we're talking floors, we're talking countertops, we're talking cladding on the exterior. Just about anywhere that stone and tile is used, we're, talk, we're, we're discussing uh, those failures and those troubleshooting issues, including not only stone and tile, but also the engineered materials, uh, terrazzo, and in a lot of cases, concrete and masonry as well. Uh, how to write a report, uh, expert witnessing. For those of you that are interested in making some really big bucks uh, with expert witnessing, we, we talk about that. Destructive versus non-destructive testing, when to, you know, when you should do that, when you can use non-destructive, when you have to use destructive, uh, laboratory testing, where, you know, what lab to do, troubleshooting, repairs, replacement, uh, you know, the list goes on and on and on and on and on and on. So uh, I limit these classes to 10 people and rarely do I get 10. The last class I had at the beginning of this year was 10, uh, but rarely I get 10. They usually range anywhere from four to maybe six or six or eight. So you need to get in early. I've already got uh, people signing up already. So uh, if you want to check more out, you can go to my website, stoneforensics.com. You can give me a call. My cell number is 321-514-6845. That's 321-514-6845. Uh, you can send me an email, which is F Houston, F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N at gmail dot com. Uh, you will get a certification at the end of the class. It's a four-day class. Uh, and, and you know, let me let me say this. this is a question I get all the time, and that is, Fred, if this industry is, if this particular part of the industry, consulting inspection industry, is so profitable and so lucrative, why are you teaching it? You know, why are you giving away all the, all this information? And you know, quite honestly, I'll tell you why. And I, I discovered it many many years ago, and that was. The more I gave away, the more that came back to me. And let's face it, there are so many failures. There are so many issues out there. I'm one person. I cannot get around that much. Uh, actually, I have another caller coming in here. This might be Ken. I don't know. Is this you, Ken? Yeah, that's me. Yep. All right. I recognize that. 704. How's it going, buddy? Going great. How are you doing, Dr. Fred? I'm, yeah, I'm doing great. Doing great. Uh have you listened to at the show before? Were you listening to James and Alicio there? I, I just I got in, so I missed the first part of the show. I caught the okay. last couple minutes of that conversation. So right, cool. in terms of this show, I'm a little bit behind, but. <laughs> well, I'm just, just curious as to what, what you heard or not. So I, I guess, you know, you took the class this past year. What's your thoughts there? What was your opinion of the class? You know, well, they, they always say that you never want to be the smartest person in the room, and I definitely <laughs> felt that I was not the smartest person in the room, and and that that's a good thing. You know, I'm, I'm one of those people that, you know, I, I really enjoy learning about tile and stone in general, and I always try to stay on the forefront of new technology and developments. <clears throat> but 
you know, when I, you know, got out there and, you know, was sitting in the room with you in Vegas, you know, the amount of knowledge in that room, of course, mainly coming from you because you're the instructor there, but uh, it was clear that I was in in the right place because it just showed me how much more I have to learn about the tile and stone industry. Right. Well, there's 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 a lot to learn, and you know, as what James said earlier, and uh, she probably didn't hear is that, you know even you know even us guys that have been in the industry forever, we're still learning. I mean, there's there's so many new things coming out, you know, new products, new techniques, uh, new procedures. It's like you know, it, it's a constant learning experience, and I think that's what makes this industry exciting. Yeah, well, I was telling someone else, someone the other day that the longer I'm in the industry, the less I feel like I know. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Because there's, there's always, you know, there's, there's always another like avenue to go down, another another book to read, another rabbit hole to jump into, and there's so many different facets of the industry that, you know, probably six years ago I thought I knew everything, but then right. I decided to, you know, look into the industry a little deeper, and I was like, man, I really don't know anything when it comes to, you know, guys like you and you get into like the Jimmy Reeds and those high end pool installers and those guys. And there's just, just so many directions that you can go with it. But for the stone and troubleshooting and what that class was geared towards specifically, uh, I really enjoyed it. I learned a lot Um, listening to you and the slides and, you know, the one thing it did do was increase my book budget for the year by like a hundred percent because you, you, you referenced several different books and, and a lot of different literature. And I, I wouldn't say I've bought all of them at this point, but when, you know, when you reference something, I have a bad habit of, Oh, I have to go get that book and read it now. So I've, it's, it's helped me out tremendously. Um, not not just the week that I spent there, but you know all of you know, the resources that was that I gained well, in that week. Well, and I got to say kudos to you as well because you found a book I didn't even know about uh, a couple of months ago, and I ended up buying that book. So my budget has also increased. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, you know that. I think you. Go ahead. I think you're talking about the geology of building stones and yes, that's yes, yes. if I'm right. So as you know, that book primarily result, revolves around stones in Europe. And right. I actually referenced that book to um, Professor Funes, who's an architect in England right now. So he added that to his list and I think he just bought it. <laughs> so we're, we're making money for that author, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, I think that author is dead, but <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> probably yeah, you're probably right. Somewhat. <laughs> yeah, it's actually an excellent you know, and, book. And and the story that uh, well, there's a lot of things, but you know, he's from Spain, and you know, we were talking about bringing stones from other countries and putting them in environments that they, you know, maybe should not be in. And we know that. <laughs> and the well, Egyptian government. <laughs> Yeah, well, he was telling me a story about the Egyptian government gifting Spain um, a particular rock fixture. I don't remember what it was exactly, but he says, yeah, it's been in Spain for about 20 years now, but it it looks like it's been there 100 years because this Egyptian stone, you know, does not handle the environment in Spain that well. Right. 
And it's coming out of a dry climate into one that rains a lot. Yep. That's so true. And we, we see that constantly. And of course you and I saw that in that big project we, you just did recently. So uh, it, it's not uncommon to see that type of thing. And you know, that's a thing architects need to need to realize and, uh, and inspectors and tile guys and everybody else need to realize too, when they run into that issue. So yeah, definitely well said. Yeah. So, so would you recommend this class to anybody? Yeah, I would. Um, you know, from the, the novice to the um, experienced guy, there's, you know, if you're brand new, that there's you're going to get an overload of information, but you're also going to have a lot of resources. Yep. Right? You're going to have a lot of people to call. You know, you're going to be the primary resource, but you're also going to gain access to different people in the industry. You know, when I was there, we had the guys from Noble. We had... Ali Bottini, we had several different installers from around, you know, the state and all different levels of knowledge and skill set that, right. you know, we shared each other's phone numbers. So even uh, you can call, you know, Dr. Fred at any time, but then you have all the other people that you can call and rely on as well. Absolutely. And for the experienced yeah. person, you know, there's probably not anyone out there who has more experience than you. Um, there may be, but I don't know them. So there's plenty of knowledge for the experienced person to uh, to gain as well. You know, it's funny you should say that. And you know, I remember years ago, my dad told me something. I want. I was 16 years old, and I wanted a motorcycle. And of course, you know, my dad rode motorcycles. My mom was scared to death of, you know, having me on a motorcycle. And my dad said, "Son, the minute you think you're master of that machine is the day you're going to get into trouble." And I feel the same way about this industry. You know, people say, well, I know a lot. No, I don't know a lot. I just know more than most. But there's always going to be something. There's always going to be something that I don't know. But, you know, Henry Ford said it on trial many, many years ago when they got him on trial of whatever the lawsuit was. And they said, and they started asking him all these technical questions. And he kept saying, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And, you know, basically, you know, what good are you? He says, but what I do know is in five minutes, I can get you someone that can get you that answer. <laughs> so that that's my theory. If I don't know the answer, I'm not going to make it up. I'm going to, I'll know where to go to get that answer. So thanks for the confidence, but I don't know everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like I said, that, uh, um, you know, other than, you know, the the material that you hand out is one of the, the biggest benefits of the class because uh, now you have several connections from around the states. Right. Absolutely. Great. Well, Ken, I appreciate the call, and uh, I guess I'm going to see you the end of July sometime. Uh, we're looking at that big project. Yeah, the 20, and, uh, 26th and 27th. Yeah, 27th. So I will see you then, buddy. All right. Have a great one. All right. Thanks for the call. Bye-bye. Thanks. Uh-huh. All right, folks. So uh, there, there you have it. Uh, again, uh, one last uh, uh, informa- uh, bit of information out there. If you want to sign up for this seminar, uh, I will take a down payment. You don't have to pay for it. Uh, check out the website, stoneforensics.com, and you can get some information on there. Or again, give me a call. Send me an email. Again, my cell phone number is 321-514-6845. My email is fhuston, spelled F-H-U-E-S. T-O-N at gmail.com. And I'd be happy to get you registered and uh, get out there to Vegas and uh, 
learn and have some fun while while you're there as well. Again, February 6th through the 10th next year, 2023. Well, folks, uh, thanks for listening. Until next time, keep setting those tiles, polishing that stone, fabricating those tops. Later, my friends. Thank you, Tough Skin, one of our gold sponsors. Marble etches and stains. Tough Skin guarantees it will not. Toughskin provides a unique product and installation service anywhere in the USA with a proprietary stone laminate products. They protect marble countertops with an acid, oil, and waterproof guarantee. That's right, it's now possible to install marble, onyx, and travertine countertops without the worry of etching and staining from common household items like wine, lemon, coffee, or other acidic foods. People have been trying to figure this out for thousands of years, and Toughskin Surface Protection has done it. Available in gloss and satin to match the countertop finish. Visit them online at toughskinprotection.com. That's T-U-F-F skinprotection.com to learn more. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.